stand for it. So my key scripture this morning is taken from 2 Timothy 3, verses 16 to 17. Verses 16 and 17. It says, and read with me, All scripture is given by the inspiration of God and is profitable. I can't hear you. Let's start again. Please read. And it's profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, for instruction in righteousness. Verse 17. That the man of God may be complete, thoroughly equipped for every good work. Amen. Now, because maybe some people do not understand it, let me read that same scripture for you from the Amplified Classic Version. Amplified Classic Version. Give me the Amplified Classic Version. It says, Read with me again. Every scripture is God-breathed, given by his inspiration, and profitable for instruction, for reproof, and conviction of sin, for correction of error, and discipline in obedience, and for training in righteousness, in holy living, in conformity to God's will, in thought, purpose, and action. So that the man of God may be complete and proficient, well-fitted, and thoroughly equipped for every good work. People of God, I bring you a sermon that I have titled, A Complete Work. Our Heavenly Father, I thank you for today. I thank you for the grace and the privilege to stand before you, to be able to share bread of word amongst your children. I ask, Lord, that you will empower this word in the name of Jesus. It will be quick. It will be swift. It will be sharper than any two-edged sword in the name of Jesus. Father, like the word for the purpose for which the word has been sent out for, may it be completed in the name of Jesus. Thank you. For in Jesus' mighty name we are prayed. Amen. Please be seated. Thank you. A complete work. A complete work. If you look at the image on the screen, it's a building. It is a building. And let us imagine this building is the one inhabited by a family. This building started with a thought. It started with a desire. It started with a vision. Somebody said, I'd like to build something. Maybe a husband and wife came together and said, guess what? We'd like to build our own house. And they started the process. And for some reason, and by the mercies of God, it was completed. And it became inhabited. It became a dwelling place of joy. It became a refuge. It became a place of warmth. It became a place of happiness. It became a place of laughter. All because it was completed. All because it was completed. Permit me to, I said it a few weeks ago, I said every one of us here we are building something or the other. Am I right? If you are building something or the other, let me ask you again, show by show of your hand, I am building something. I don't know what you are building. You are building a family. You are building a career. You are building a business. You are building your finances. You are building a relationship. Whatever it is that you are building. You are even building your salvation. You are building your walk with Christ. I want to see your hands up. Because by the mercies of God, 
today we will complete whatever assignment that God has given to us in the name of Jesus permit me to share a saying in my Yoruba mother tongue which says Ibere now directly translated it says he or she who starts is not considered or is not honored unless he who finishes and in the bible in ecclesiastes, ecclesiastes 7 8a he puts it like this he said the end of a thing is better than what the beginning the end of a thing is better than the beginning i want to give you a moment to just reflect on whatever you are building let me just give you a little moment maybe when i ask the question you raise your hand perfunctionally because everybody was raising their hand so just ponder with me a little bit one minute reflect introflect and ask you know on what you are building what is it that i am building what is it that right now i am building some of us have many projects that we are building as a matter of fact if you are a child of god you should have many projects that you are building because we are on many fronts hallelujah church are you still with me this morning i said are you still with me this morning by the grace of god whatever you are building you receive fulfillment to complete it in the name of jesus ah where is that amen let me i said by the grace of god you receive fulfillment to complete it in the name of jesus Mm. so you are building something i am building something at what stage is what we are building what is left hanging what have you not completed what has not been completed the reason why many of us especially the older ones amongst us are full of regrets is because we genuinely believe that the time we have to complete the assignment we have been given is running out many of us realize that it will take a miracle to complete whatever we have set our minds to do within the resources that we have and the time that we have so you are about to retire from active service and you are still living in a rented house you are getting on the age but your dependents you still have to sit through school you need to work to make a living but your health is failing you as you advance it's making a mockery of everything that you are doing let's get real with ourselves this morning church there are some people that look very good and they may not need this sermon but some of us we need the sermon because we know where we stand we know that the numbers are not adding up and time is gaining on us. Am I right, church? We know that time is not waiting for us. And there are certain things we said to ourselves or we had a covenant with God that we are supposed to have completed by a certain time. Yes or no? Somebody said, oh, before I'm so, 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 I'm going to be married. Ten years later, you are still single. We heard about the testimony of captain brown and kemi brown got married everything looking hunky-dory 
and they thought it was just going to be like that. She was even saying, I don't even want to have children yet. Let's enjoy our marriage. And guess what? Something just happened. And the process became stunted. It wasn't completed. Is that not the story of you and I? We have started something, but somehow or the other, we have not been able to complete it. By the grace and mercy of God, we will complete it today in the name of Jesus. Let me try this side. I said, we will complete it in the name of Jesus. Let me go further. This morning, I bring you good news. No matter where you are in life, if you have Jesus, you have everything. And therefore, what you have started, you will complete in the name of Jesus. Now, somebody is going to say that that was what Pastor Yomi said. So, I'm going to back it up with the word of God. Give me Philippians 1 verse 6, the New King James Version. Read with me. It says, being confident of the... I don't like the way you are reading this morning. Let's start again. It says, one, two, three. Being confident of this very thing, that he who has begun a good work in you will complete it until the day of Christ. Now, maybe you don't understand it. Let me help you. Give me the New Living Translation version. Some people don't understand that English. That's why they are not screaming. That's why they are not shouting. Give me the New Living Congress. It says that I am what? I am what? I am no, no, I'm not sure. I doubt. Maybe. It says what? I am certain that God who began the work within you will continue his work until it is what? Finally finished. Hallelujah. Until it's finally finished. On the day when Christ returns, the work that you have set your mind to, you will finish it in the name of Jesus. Now I know that the voice of an enemy keeps on telling you that you are a failure because you are unable to complete what a certain task, because you are unable to complete a certain project, venture or activity. What still, you by yourself, you keep on telling yourself or you feel like you are an abandoned project. Now what is an abandoned project? The things about abandoned projects is that they did not start being abandoned. Somebody started it with the hope of completing it. Otherwise, they would not have started it in the first place. Is that right? An abandoned project is started with hope. It started with inspiration. It started with positivity. That this thing that I have started, I am going to finish it. But somewhere on the line, while men slept, the enemy came to plant tears. And the project became abandoned. How do you know that a project is abandoned? One of the ways that you know a project is abandoned is when the original use for which it was designed becomes corrupted. What do I mean? When a building project is abandoned, 
that house that is supposed to be a habitat of warmth of happiness of laughter of joy is now inhabited by hoodlums am i right then what happens they begin to do all kinds of vices in there anyone that has lived beside an abandoned project you know what i'm talking about it becomes a den of thieves was it the purpose for which it was designed whenever the use for which you have been set out has become corrupted check it whether you have become an abandoned project when you are settling for not what you are not supposed to be settling for ask yourself a question are you an abandoned project when you are hobnobbing having relationship with people you are not supposed to be having relationship with you know definitely they don't cut the mark are you an abandoned project may that not be your portion in the name of jesus i said may that not be my portion in the name of jesus so why how come the project was abandoned along the line it ran out of funds the marriage ran out of love the business ran out of clients the, your Christianity ran out of faith you are tired of waiting for God because you have waited for him for so long and nothing has happened then you begin to decide to help God in what he wants to do you are looking for a shortcut to arrive at the point that God has told you that I will take you That's the beginning of an abandoned project. May we not be abandoned project in the name of Jesus. How do you know an abandoned project? It stays in the same state. There's a building near my office in GRA. I think that building has been there for maybe the last 25 years. Fancy, lovely building. If you see the fence, the man, I think he said, let me first build the fence, then I will build the house. I don't even know if the original owner of the house is not dead maybe the house is under this way i don't know i drove past there the other day and i said my god how how does somebody start something and the devil makes sure he, he or she does not uh, 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 complete believe you me if that man is dead it probably will be better we said the only reason why he didn't complete it is because he's dead for you know the man may still be alive but he's run out of resources you are going on a journey to complete some project but somehow the resources have been cut short today by the mercy of the living god we will find solution in the name of jesus i said we will find solution in the name of jesus <sighs> what are those things that work against us that does not allow us to complete whatever god has given to us People of God, what are those things? And it happens to us Christians. In fact, a lot of times it happens mostly to us Christians because I don't know how the people in the world are able to do it. One way or the other, they get it done. That's why the Bible says, if only the, king, the children of the kingdom were as wise as the children of the world. One, listen to me, church, is procrastination. 
I will do what I can do today. I will do it tomorrow. And I'm not being spiritual with you. I'm not being spiritual with you. There's a story of the rich man who was saying, tomorrow I will build a barn. Because I look at it. My store wants to make merry. And what happened? Bible says that God said to him, Oh fool, tonight your soul is required of you. You must strike when the iron is hot. There is an opportunity, a window that God has given to you. You must enter into it. Some people are looking at me. They want me to bring anointing oil and they will drink and then something will happen. No! All wisdom. Remember what you said in 2 Timothy 3 verse 16. All scripture is profitable. It's not until you go to a mountain that you have a breakthrough. The word of God is live here. If you follow the word of God that we preach here, you will be successful. Are you with me, church? Number two, fear. Fear. Perfect fear. Bible says that fear brings what? Torment. Many of us are afraid of failure. And that is why we are not taking the steps that we ought to. Many of us will say, what will people say if we fail? I ask you the question, what will people say when you succeed? Or what will people say if you succeed? The most successful people that I know are the ones that are bold. No wonder in Joshua 1.6, God said to Joshua, be bold, be courageous. There's something that God has asked you to do and out of fear you have not even started it. You cannot complete something that you have not started. Oh, you didn't hear me. Let me say that again. Church, there is no way you can complete what you have not started. Is it possible? Can you get a marriage certificate without getting married? It's not possible. You can only complete something that you have started. Tell your neighbor, start something today. I don't like the way you're saying. Look for another customer and say, start something today. Even if it's your husband says, start something today. Church, start something today. Number three. Temptations. Temptations. In Matthew 4 verse 4, it says, but Jesus, and he answered him and said, Matthew 4 verse 4, so that they can follow me. But he answered and said, this is Jesus answering Satan. It is written, man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds from the mouth of God. With temptations, I will talk about distractions. The reason why you have not completed your project is because you are distracted. You are always distracted. Say it's happening there, you run there. It's happening here, you run here. You are easily carried away. 
Just like a reed that blows in the wind. Every time you are the one following every new doctrine. You are following trends. You are following fashion. And you want to complete? Bible says, looking unto Jesus, the author and the finisher of our faith, who for the joy that laid beyond the what? Is that what he said? Yes. That the joy that was set before him, he endured the cross and despised the shame, which means he wasn't focused on the shame. He was focused on what lay beyond the cross. What lay, what lies beyond the cross. That means for you to be successful, you must first encounter a challenge. If Jesus had been distracted by the challenge of Satan, he would never have completed his mission. What distracts you? Social media does not even help nowadays. Television doesn't help. Activities don't help. Your family, sometimes they don't help because there's always one activity or the other. Tell your neighbor, learn to be focused. Look for somebody else, say, learn to be focused. Number four, lack of resources. Lack of resources. So you have started something and there's no resource to finish it. You started a business, there's no resource to finish it. You started uh, 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 your, whatever. But in Philippians 4, 1, 9, what does it say? It says, and, read with me, and my God shall supply all your need according to his riches in glory by Christ Jesus. Let me show you something. It says, supply all your needs according to where? In where? Where is that glory? So that means that if you lack, when you look in Jesus, he will supply everything that you need. Some of us, we are looking for network. We are looking for connection. We are saying, as long as I know A or B, it will be well with me. You want to clap? Please clap, clap, clap. Because... Do you see that it is in Christ Jesus? Every lack that you need a supply to beat is in according to his riches in glory by Christ Jesus. If you are looking anywhere else, you are looking in the wrong place. And that is why some of us have continued to lack. On one hand, we can cry. I, I believe in Christ, so I'm going to church every Sunday. I even come on Wednesday. Even when there's a vigil, I come. But guess what? When it's time, we know where we go to. May we continue to rely on Christ in the name of Jesus. So you're going to ask me this morning, how can I be a complete work of Christ? Let me share a few divine nuggets with you very quickly. One, by yourself being a complete work of God. You cannot give completeness if you yourself do not have it. Let me put it to you like this. Architect Ogunari is not in church. I don't know if there's any other construction person. The reason when you want to build a house, they draw it. And they draw it in dimension. And then 
when they are putting up the building, they look at the drawing. And then that's what they render. It means that they have already completed the visual. They are only interpreting the visual. So as a man of God, you must be complete in yourself before you have the power to complete anything. If you are not complete, it's going to be difficult for you to complete anything. And we read that in that scripture. 2 Timothy 3 verse 17. It says, give me that back. It said, so that the man of God may be complete and proficient. You know what proficient means? Skilled. Good. Dex is dexterous. Clever. Well honed. Your skills are well honed. In whatever industry that you are in. In whatever sector that you are in. You know what I like a scripture? It says that, it says, says that Paul we know. It says Peter we know. Jesus we know. Who are you? If your competition has not said say who are you, then you have not started in your business. So, so that the man of God may be complete and proficient, well fitted, well fitted, well designed and fitted, thoroughly equipped, which means whether it is economics, you are equipped. Whether it's finance, you are equipped. Whether it's administration, you are equipped. Whether it's HR, you are equipped. Those are the people we are looking for. Those are the new breed of Christians that will run Nigeria and Nigeria will be right. Thoroughly equipped for every good work. And you say, how can I be equipped for every good work? Give me verse 16. Go back to verse 16. Why? How do I do it? Every scripture in God is breathed and given by his inspiration. Profitable for instruction. Is the scripture that you are doing, is it profitable for your instruction? For reproof and conviction of sin. For correction of error and discipline. Some people, we cannot correct them in this church. Unfortunately so. Some people have left this church because we corrected them. How dare you talk to me? Do you know who I am? Do you know my position in my office? Who are you before God? Who are you? Zerubbabel. Some have left this church. Sadly so. Because you think you have come here to serve man. Because you think you have come here to serve Pastor Lufemi Paul. You are not here to serve man. You are here to serve God. I am here to serve God. I keep on talking about the story. The set man of the house was my friend. We are friends. We are calling each other by name. The minute I realized that this man, God has sent him into my life to be my pastor, he didn't need to tell me. I changed. When he calls me now, I say, sir. We are born the same year, but we are not mates. We are not, I'm not mates with him at all. He's a man of God. He's an oracle of God. God has sent me to be his Aaron. And by the grace of God, that's how come I'll continue to serve him. 
no matter whatever position that God has given to me. You think without you, the choir cannot move. Without you, the pastorate cannot move. Without you, the men's fellowship cannot move. So what does the brother say? Fa, fa, fa. Don't get ahead of yourself, my friend. Don't get ahead. God, God can expend you in a second. God can take you away. May the Lord help us in the name of Jesus. It says, for error and discipline in obedience and for training in righteousness, in holy living, conformity with God, to God's will in thought, purpose, and action. Number two, by setting yourself a vision. Like I said, if you're an architect, you just, you just don't start building anything. You design it. There are people you call quantity surveyors. There are people you call structural engineers. You know, different people. You just don't start it. You set yourself a vision. Please help me with this. Set yourself a vision. Bible says in Proverbs 29, 18, where there is no vision, the people perish. Where there is no vision, the people spread. Number three, stay with the vision. Stay with the vision. Habakkuk 2, verses 1 to 4. Read, give it to me. It says, I stand my watch and set myself on the rampart and watch to see what he will say to me and what I will answer when I am corrected. Correction again. Then the Lord answered me and said what? Write the vision and make it plain on the tablets that he who may run he may run who reads it verse 4 he says why for the vision is yet for an appointed time but at the end it will speak and it will not lie though it tarries wait for it because it will what surely come The fact that your vision is not manifesting doesn't mean that it will not do. A vision came to a man of God and he says, your church will be global around the world. And the man said, how come? I don't even speak fantastic English. I preach in Yoruba. But the vision was yet for an appointed time. You know why? Because when the man died, he appointed somebody that succeeded him. And the church is global now. I'm talking about the redeemed Christian church of God. If some people looked at Pastor Akidayomi and limited him, where are they now? Because they thought, when I knew redeem, their boss used to be like Bolekaja. They had bench. They were sitting on benches, not chairs like this. And if you use that to judge them at that time, where are you now? Anywhere on the globe, you find a redeemed church. Did the prophecy of God come to pass or not? Never limit God. Wait for the vision. Stay in the vision. Run with the vision. Walk with the vision. Because even though it tarries, it shall not be late. It will surely come in the name of Jesus. Number three, by faith. Number three, by faith. 
Because it says, without faith, it is impossible to please him. For he that comes to God must believe that he is and is a rewarder of him that diligently seek him. Hebrew 11 verse 6. The fact that my reward has not manifested doesn't mean it's not going to come. So I will keep. You know, one of my biggest prayers is that when my reward comes, God, let me be the place where you put me. Because some of us, the reward has come, but we have moved from where God put us. God said you must serve primarily in a place. And out of it, I will reward you. And yet, you are jumping around all over the place. You are moving with passion. Hello. May fashion not eventually move you. In the name of Jesus. Keep faith. Stay in the faith. He is a rewarder of them that diligently serve you. If you are serving in church, increase the level and the tempo of your service. Provoke God to help you to complete the assignment that you have. The first thing that you know is that you cannot complete it by yourself. You need God to complete it. So there's a way you can provoke God. This way that Abel provoked God, that his own offering became the acceptable one. You can provoke God. May you be rewarded in the name of Jesus. And then number five, by planning. By planning. And I'm going to stop there this, this morning. Because the Bible says to me in Luke 4, Luke 14, I beg your pardon, verses 28 to 31, it says, For which one of you, intending to build a tower, does not sit down first and count the cost? Count the cost. There are too many Christians that say God will do it. I know God will do it, but you've got a plan. When God built heaven and earth, he planned. He planned. The Father, God will do it. No, I know God will do it. But plan. He says, which one of you intending to build a tower does not sit down first and count the cost? Whether he has enough to finish it. If you remove the word finish, what does that mean? Complete it. Verse 28. Verse 29, I beg your pardon. Let's, after he has laid the foundation and is not able to finish or complete, all who see him begin to mock him. May we not be mocked. Saying this man began to build and was not able to finish, was not able to complete. May you complete everything that God has given to you. I'm going to stop there this morning. But we're going to go into warfare on Wednesday. This is just to prepare you for Wednesday. We're going to go to God. We've just shared the word. And we're going to take nuggets of what we have heard today and we're going to pray on it on Wednesday Wednesday is going to be tough let me give you why Wednesday is the 31st of August that is the last month last day of the 8th month there are certain things you can't carry into the ninth month hello Pastor Steve there are certain things you must deal with in this month you can't take it into next month if you are ready for warfare, if there are certain things that have been stagnant in your life, if there are certain things that have not been moving, come on Wednesday. It's not by my power. It's by the power of God. 
We are going to deal with it on Wednesday. We are going to deal with all the... I want you, every abandoned project in your life, bring here on Wednesday. Bring here on Wednesday. We are going to have an encounter with God. It's going to be awesome. It's going to be awesome. Last day of this month is going to be a day that we are going to settle things with God. I see the power to complete things in this church in the name of Jesus. Oh my goodness. I say I see the power to complete things in the name of Jesus. Everything that you have been carrying. You know, have you felt like you are, rest, you are ripe for the next stage? Have you, do you feel like that sometimes? You can, you can taste the next stage. You can see it. Sometimes you can even feel it. The only thing is that you can't apprehend it. God said I should tell you that the reason why you are still not at that stage is that you have not completed this stage. It's like when you are in form two, form one, they call it SS1 or GSS1, and you have friends, your cousin is in SS2, so you are very close to them. You spend a lot of time with them. You crack jokes with them. They even tell you, don't bother to call us senior. Are you in SS2? Until you complete SS1, can you go to SS2? Some of us, we are going to be promoted on Wednesday. Because we will settle the level that we are. We are going to complete the level. As a matter of fact, between now and Wednesday, some completion would have taken place in the name of Pastor Etefia, I prophesy that this time next week, Monday, people will testify in the name of Jesus. I'm going to only pray one thing. And I'm going to ask you to stand up. Only one prayer today. Everything that has remained stagnant in your life, by reason of today's word, there will be a shift in the name of Jesus. Begin to pray. Begin to pray. Begin to pray. Father Lord, all those naughty issues, that difficult area of my life, that seems that like there's no stagnation, I seem not to be moving forward by the grace and mercies of God. This, this, because of today's word, they begin to shift in the name of Jesus. Father, I will complete the level that I am in because I am going to another level in the name of Jesus. Minister Lafayette told us she has just been promoted. If he didn't do well where he was, they could never have promoted him. It is as a testimony of what he did where he did. They sent him to a weary. They separated him from his family. But he performed well to the extent that a job that 3,000 people applied for, only a few of them were, 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 were nominated or were promoted. And he happened to be one of them. Why? Because he completed his Oweri assignment. That's why if he was a failure in Oweri, nobody will lift him up. Nobody will give him a letter of promotion. You and I, we are due for certain promotion. But first, you must fulfill the level that you are in. Begin to pray. Lord, let me complete this level in the name of Jesus. Give me the power of completion on the level that I am. I am due for promotion, but I need to complete the level that I am. By the mercies of the living God, I pray that I complete this level and I have completed this level in the name of Jesus. Oh, Father Lord, in September, I am entering in another level. 
I'm entering, I'm entering another level in the name of Jesus. Cry, people of God, cry unto heaven this morning. Heaven is hoping to open to hear your voice this morning. Tell God, I know Lord, I'm not staying on this level. No more. No more. I'm not here anymore. I have circled this mountain long enough. I am going up. I am going north. And so shall it be in the name of Jesus. I said, so shall it be in the name of Jesus. Father Lord, by the power of the office that you have given me, everyone under the sound of my voice, in me included, you give us the power to complete the level that we are in, in the name of Jesus. We are not abandoned projects. We will not be abandoned projects. Father, we are praying, do a new thing in our lives. Let us experience a fresh beginning in the name of Jesus. Lord, we are ready for the next level. But having completed this level, take us to the next level. In the name of Jesus. Father, Lord, we pray for our service on Wednesday. Let, the, let it be explosive in the name of Jesus. Every stagnation that has held us back, we free ourselves in the name of Jesus. We will have the instead experience that said, I have been here for so long. Instead of stagnancy, it will be progress. Instead of mourning, it will be joy. Instead of demotion, it will be promotion. Instead of disgrace, it will be honor. Instead of poverty, it will be wealth. Instead of sickness, it will be health. And so shall it be in the name of the Father, in the name of the Son, and in the name of the Holy Spirit. And the people of God shouted.